My first job after uh, getting my driver's license was uh, working at Dominic's, which is, uh, I grew up in McHenry, it was in the uh, Crystal Lake, and it was a very large grocery chain. It was now out of business, but a uh, very big uh, store at that time. And it started off as a uh, kind of stocking shelves and bagging groceries. And uh, my favorite uh, area to work in was the, uh, was the dairy department. Not sure why, but it was, uh, but uh, anyway, the, uh, my, uh, my supervisor was uh, he's a fairly young guy himself. I bet he was probably just in his uh, mid, mid-20s, and here I'm a young high schooler. And uh, I, I remember talking with him one day, and, uh, and then he, he shared something that really just, just, just took me back, because I, I think I was probably complaining about something. But he goes, uh, Knox, why are you always so negative? And uh, my last name is Knox, so uh, the, it just, it's just kind of like, kind of went right to the core. I, I didn't see myself as a negative person, and it's like, uh, and, uh, but, you know, you're thinking about that, and I didn't really respond, and, but reflecting afterwards is, you know, I, th- I think he's, he's right. You know, somebody, I was probably complaining about my coworkers or wh- whatever, but I think I just kind of gotten in that pattern, and uh, you know what he did there? He, uh, I think he, he shared some, uh, kind of like a hard truth with me, and it stung, but I think he was accurate. And uh, I just mentioned that little story because the, uh, in our first reading today from Jeremiah and also in the gospel, we, si- we find some truth speaking taking place. And with, like with Jeremiah, he was one of the prophets. And if you read through the book of Jeremiah, he's very transparent and just kind of lays it all out there. God's called him to be a prophet, so he had to challenge his own people to kind of stay on the right path because sometimes the Israelites would veer off course and they're worshiping false gods and getting into all kinds of trouble, and a prophet would come on the scene to call them back to the covenant relationship. And sometimes that did not make them very popular. But the, the Lord put it on his heart to be a prophet and to be a true speaker, and he, he could do no other, even though sometimes it was at great, great cost for him. And, you know, we, it's actually, a, I think, a, a deep form of love and the right spirit to be a true speaker. And we, you know, we... Uh, we hear the second reading today from Corinthians. It's a very, very famous passage in Corinthians. I've done a lot of weddings over the years, and I probably say 75% of the weddings I've done have, have this particular scripture there. And for good reason. St. Paul's talking about the nature of love, and it's very poetic and beautiful, beautiful reading. But when you're talking about Christian love, it's, uh, as many of you know from your own experience, it's, uh, it's really an act of the will at the deepest level. And, where we will the good, the well-being of another. Sometimes it's going to overflow into our feelings and emotion, but it's a, the deepest kind of love. It's, a, it's an act of will, willing the good of the other. When you see Jesus on the cross up here in the sanctuary, and what, what took him to the cross was a divine love, a sacrificial love, where he's willing to do every, anything for our good, for, for our salvation. Did that necessarily feel good for Jesus? In a, in a, you know, probably not. But it was a sacrificial love and a, a great act of love. And I, I think for us who are gathered here today, you know, I know there's parents and grandparents here and many young people, but when we're, uh, you know, we're, when, when we're a child, the, uh, you know, oftentimes, maybe not as much as, as the positive, but sometimes we need to have the challenging word come our way why? So that we can develop a well-formed Christian conscience. 
And uh, you know, we, we need those, those, those words of truth. St. Paul's got a great line in Ephesians. He says, speak the truth with love. Speak the truth with love. I know growing up, I needed correction from time to time. And probably all, no matter what age, where when you think back in our lives, we probably we needed it to kind of get us on the, keep us on the right path and develop a Christian conscience. My second parish was St. John Newman Parish in St. Charles. And in that community, they had two uh, juvenile uh, boys' prisons and very, very tough places. And once a month, I would say mass at one of them. And I remember talking with, uh, with one of the, uh, uh, he, he worked at the, the prison and he was a parishioner. And he shared with me one day, he goes, you know, hey, Father, you know, the, you know a, a lot of these kids don't have a conscience or they just didn't develop a, a, a conscience in a sufficient way. And uh, wow, you know, how, how, we, how are we gonna ever stay on a, you know, on a good path? So for, for, for parents, what a, what a task but what, uh, what a, a wonderful undertaking it would to be able to be that instrument to help young people develop a Christian conscience. But you know, and some, but sometimes the kids can kind of share some challenging words too that can kind of get us on the right back on the right path too. You know, so it's you know it's, it's definitely a relationship. But uh, many of you here are I, I see a number of married couples here today, and even into adulthood, don't we sometimes need the people in our lives to share the challenging word? to speak the truth in love, because we, we've all got some blind spots, we all got some weaknesses and sins we struggle with, and we're fortunate if we have people in our lives who care, love us enough to sometimes share the challenging word to get us on the right path. I, mean, I still need that in my life, I'm sure all of you do, and the, the Lord kind of works through us, and because we need family, we, we need community if we're gonna, if we're gonna grow and, and keep growing. You know, you look at the uh, you, you look at this gospel today, and Jesus is with his own people here. He's in the synagogue. He's proclaiming his message, and Jesus is going to say that uh, a prophet is sometimes not accepted in his home area. And some people are saying, "Isn't this Joseph's son?" And it, it, I don't know if you caught the end of this uh, the, the scripture, the gospel today, but you know, they're they're not really happy with what Jesus is sharing. He's sharing some tough truths with them. And what they do, they take him outside. They're going to throw him. They're going to kind of throw him out of town, basically. And then Jesus walks through their midst. But Jesus had to proclaim the truth. He had to proclaim the gospel. And if you read through the gospels, you see there's instances where people just walk away, or where he's just his message is is, is not received. And again, never God never forces us to do anything against our our, our freedom but always desiring for us to open ourselves to that. But, but even with Jesus, sometimes people walked away, but he had to proclaim the truth with love because of what his truth brought is life and ultimately salvation and forgiveness. But we have to be, have the humility to receive it. You know, in our, our relationships, you know, they're, uh, hopefully all of us here, we have the humility that when we need to get back on the right path, we can hear that challenging word come our way. Because again, we're human, we all got some blind spots. But if we're gonna be the one kind of like sharing uh, something with, with another, I think it's always good to take that to prayer. Just so that we, uh, you know, we're in the right perspective and a prayerful perspective. You know, and it, something else that's really, really helpful is if we have a wise person or two in our lives who we can kind of bounce things off of. Because sometimes it's not totally clear. And we can, we can even get a better, a, a better perspective. 
But I think it's a, uh, we've all heard tough love and we all need that from time to time. If we're gonna keep growing, again, if we're gonna, we're gonna stay on the right path, Jeremiah had to do it with, Jesus had to share those words. And the Lord can work through, through in you, you and me when, when, when there's a need. And there's still one other area I wanted to talk about here that's uh, maybe taking it to a, more of a little bit of a macro level here. But, you know, in our world, we don't know there's a lot of problems. There's a lot of violence. You know, there's, there's a lot of hostility and discord. And uh, sometimes there can be a, a tremendous disregard for, 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 for human life. And I think the Lord asks us as his disciples to be true speakers. Sometimes it's a lot easier to be a peacekeeper, and sometimes we need to do that. But I think it's almost more difficult to be a true speaker, because does anyone in here like conflict? You know, we, you know sometimes we, we do whatever we can to run from it. But the Lord might ask us to really step up and to be a witness to the truths of the gospel. You know, I, I, just reading up a little bit on the March for Life that took place not too long ago in our nation's capital, and you know, since legalization, 65 million unborn children meeting their demise through abortion. I mean, that's, that's, that's alarming and, and appalling. You know, and I think the Lord asks us to witness for the sacredness of human life, where sometimes where life can be very, very cheap in our world. You know, in a world where there can be so much racial, ethnic, and religious prejudice and hatred, that, uh, that we, wit we witness to the, the, the biblical truth that everyone's created in the image and likeness of God and has a sacred value and worth. That's not, the, that's not the vision of everyone in the world, but I think the Lord calls us to witness to that in our daily lives, but also as we, also as we navigate this, this side of heaven, that we can do that in a Christ-like way. And as St. Paul says in Ephesians, to speak the truth and love that always, always seeks to lift up and be about gospel principles. So as we gather today, my brothers and sisters, and we receive the Eucharist, let's ask the Lord to, we allow his presence to grow deeper within, that we become more and more Christ-like. And uh, we know that Jesus went to the cross and he, he had to proclaim what was on his heart and what the Father gave him as his, his mission. May the Lord strengthen us to live out our faith in a world where it's a challenge. May God bless all of you, and we best be true, really truth speakers for the Lord and witness to the truths of the kingdom of God.